Welcome to the Emergent Temple broadcast. I am Michael Obeyer. I will be your guide for the rest of this broadcast. At Emerging Temple, we seek to analyze current events within the context of God's plan for mankind, in which he intends, at the end of time, to raise up a people who will rule with him. Before I go any further, I want to encourage you to like our page, to subscribe to our channel. And if there is a notification bell icon, I'd like you to hit that bell so you can be notified anytime we upload new videos. I want to encourage you to like this page so that we can develop the number of likes that we have so that we can come up in the rankings because we have a message that is critical for this hour and this time. So thank you so much for those of you who are already doing so. If you'd like to support our ministry, you can visit our website at templeoftruth.us. That's www.templeoftruth.us. Or you can go to patreon.com and look for our handle, Emerging Temple. Is Tabo there this morning? He is. Good evening, Tabo. Afternoon. Oh, it's afternoon. Hello, this is Mama dear. <laughs> Hello, Hello, Mama dear. Hello, Mama dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Mama's here too. Hello, family. <laughs> I think that's so sweet. I mean, I know about technology, but I'm always in awe when I hear people from so many different places getting together. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah, we have today, we have three time zones represented. That is awesome. Absolutely. You know, it kind of makes you realize that um, when um, God says that there's no, you know, there's no time that, you know, God's time. Well, what time is God's time? Well, I'll tell you what, it's 1227 here on the East Coast. I think it's 927 on the West Coast. And what time is it in the UK? So that means timeless. What time is it now in the UK? It's uh, just 5.28. Okay, but we're all talking at the same time. Yeah. Oh, but it's three yes. different times. Exactly. <laughs> and somewhere, somewhere else uh, in the East, so around Australia and um, China, there will be what? Nine hours ahead of us now. So... So it would be, or oh, 12 hours ahead of us in Australia. So imagine that. That's why they say God is timeless. Yes. Well, if you don't believe it, you can certainly see it in the time zone when yeah. we're all together. Yes. Yes. I so <clears throat> did anybody have anything um that happened this week or any dreams or visions or anything that they need they want to feel they need to share well i shared it in the group go ahead go ahead, go ahead. no go ahead oh i was just well, going I to say, for some reason this last few days the lord has brought several different people to my mind several different times and i just sat down and i started sending them text and 
telling them they were on my mind, I knew they were all right because I didn't have a sense of fear or gloom and doom and just wanted to reach out to them because here in the United States, people are having a holiday weekend. I'm just having another day. Uh, but the people that wrote me back just wrote so long messages about how they were feeling and how blessed it was. So now when I think of somebody more than once, I'm, I'm going to reach out because that may be God telling me to do it. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> so good results. And it cheered my heart. So just wanted to share that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yes. Well, that kind of ties in with what I wanted to share, but I'll put that, a pin in that. Um, Liz, I know you were sharing something in the prayer about 500 children. Um, I um, yeah they they have um, like seventeen hundred or eighteen hundred at one place, and they've got um, two couple thousand, and then at this big convention center, and um, then they brought five hundred up here. The five hundred that we're supposed to work with, they brought them up here, and they are here, and um. It's just like mind boggling to realize 500 children are living in an exhibition. It's like an exhibition hall at the fairground. Mm -hmm. And three feet apart, these little cots are three feet apart and these children are living like that. And they've just come, many, many of them have been sex or labor trafficked. Many of them were sold sold for a few days to one family another day to a few days to another family so that they can come up to the border and get across the border with the children. They left some of them. They just left them in a truck in the middle of the desert. Bye, we're off doing our thing. Somebody will pick them up and take them back and sell them to somebody else. I mean, it's so horrifying and they just really have to pray to God every day that to say, this is not happening to me. I have my home. I have my garden. I have my friends. I have my family. I am not living there. But it's so mind-boggling. And one of the things I'm doing is um, getting together with other teachers and other people and saying, what can we do for them? But we're asking all the teachers, all the Sunday schools, all of everybody, to keep these children in their prayers and to think of something to do to help these children and you know, whether they're called refugee centers, wherever they are, these children are all over the world. And, you know, these are God's children. He gave them to us to take care of them, whether they're our kids or not. And um, it's just, it's, but it's, when they brought the 500 up here, my friend told me that her friend told her they've, they've arrived. And it just finally, it, it was real before because they had to write the workbooks. But... You know, it's it's really mind-boggling that in this world where we have everything going on in our state, the governor just said we have billions of dollars of excess money, and he's going to give it to the landlords so they can don't and to the banks so they don't go broke over the housing that they rent out. Um, that we have children living like that, bed to bed, bed to bed, and and I, I just. 
you know, I just am praying God every day for the strength to get there and to do this and um, and even to get there because I don't even know how I'm going to get there in my vehicle because I don't have one and we don't have we don't have bus service here that I can get to. So anyway, I hope that was my week, and I just hope we all pray for these children and that we stop calling them they and them and um, the Republicans did this and the Democrats did that. I don't know who did what, but you know what? These children are living like this, and it's not okay. It is. We brought them to our country. And, you know, whether it's our country or other countries that have big refugee centers, we're making a lot of money off the food that we feed them, their clothing, everything. Um, it's time to take the blinders off and realize that these are God's gifts to the world and we are treating them horribly. So that's my, that's my, my week. I keep going, why did I have to do this? Why do I have to do this? And then they go, at least you're not sleeping on a cot in that big thing, you know, that big room. I wish I was there to help. Well, you know what? There's kids in foster care, and, and you know, you know that. You've been everywhere. Sometimes you just go to the market and smile at a young person or an old person. Or... Well, I have I, I, a, I, I have a, a magnet to me that that draws the disenfranchised to me. And yeah. uh, uh, sometimes I'm saying to myself, Lord, is this my calling today? But uh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 I do know how you feel, but once I get there and I realize, oh, this is my workload, uh, I get a, 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 a bright change of attitude and the Lord intervenes. And I tell you, uh, heaven comes down. Oh, and I, I wish I more people could experience it. When you say 500 kids, I'm going to physical therapy now just to learn how to walk from being wobbly and sitting and not doing anything all this time. I think I could get there and walk between those children three feet apart, singing all God's children's little songs. I wish I was there. Oh, absolutely. Well, I wrote one of the books I wrote was this little light of mine. Mm -hmm. It's it's you know it's called this this little light and then it says me or something on it. I can't even remember the title of my own book, but it's a it's you know it says get on the computer, get on your phone, listen to this song because that's, that's where you're going to get your strength and. I and the one of the other books is called Joy, 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 and it's about that song. I have the Joy, 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 Joy. Wow. <laughs> you know, sometimes in your life, that's what's going to get you through. You know, and um, those songs come to me even as an old lady. And oh yeah, so, uh, those are the ones I learned first, and those are the ones that seems to pop up when I have a need. So it's God's work. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, God, for knowing Liz. Thank you. And thank you for being here because you sure keep me going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I guess this journey is worth every step. It is. And if you can go massage Kay and keep her going, we'll get our women going. And by the way, the women say thank you, thank you, thank you for the Mary Kay. They, oh. they, um, 
Everybody know, they, likes a little pampering. Yes, and that that was our whole thing. And um, the psychologist that does the programs down there gave one of the sets to the colonel's wife, and she's the head of all kinds of different programs. So we're trying to get her to help get all those programs fundraising so we can give more sets to more of the girls and the ladies there there. So God just works in his wonderful ways, but can you just briefly tell them what, what the program is doing? Oh, it's a homeless veterans um, treatment program and they have um, some of the some of the programs are on the base and there's one, it's a house that's down in Capistrano and um, these, the women in Capistrano are the ones that the, the Marine Corps won't allow them to stay on the base because the lady who's in charge of housing felt that because they tried to commit suicide, they're too unstable to be in a mental health program. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's who it's meant for. <laughs> <laughs> so the psychologist opened her own home and now we have to pray 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 because she's supposed to get a grant and that's supposedly coming through now but it, it made me laugh that they have like they showed it was on pbs they showed some of these buildings are half empty and we have homeless women veterans out there and homeless men veterans out there but we only work with the women but the psychologist, after COVID, and it's been so bad, she said, going down there and doing that little spa day, she said, we're back to work. And she's just like filled with joy. <laughs> so, and she's very, you know, she's very Christian. And she just said, thank God, thank God, thank God. Because you know, every penny she's got is going into trying to not lose that house and keep them at home. So, well, you know, the blessed thing is the more Christians across the world knows where the pockets of suffering are, there's things that we can share. You know, absolutely. Uh, and, absolutely. And, uh, but you sit here and you take it all to goodwill. And, uh, but there are people you don't want any money for it. They don't give you any money for it. And there's sometimes new packages not open, no expiration date. I'd love to know where to send that sort of stuff. <clears throat> so what Liz has been doing is she's been buying Mary Kay um, basic skincare for these girls. They get the botanical effects and um, they do a spa day with them and teach them about self-care and um, the importance of spending five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening just taking care of yourself. It's part of their treatment as they try to uh, get them ready to re-enter the, right. the world. And we all know well, how good we feel after we've had self-care. And, and a big part is she does put the prayer in and thanking and thank people that care about us and we can carry that on and serve God ourselves. As we heal, we're going to serve other people and serve God through that service. And it just helps. It helps these ladies. And um, 
You know, I just thank God. I just thank God for it. And aren't they mostly young ladies? Are these what? They're mostly young ladies. Um, the, the, they're different ages because some of these ladies have spent 25 years of service in the Marine Corps as nurses or as officers. And when they came out, they just didn't know how to deal. Or they came out already addicted and, you know, with drinking problems. And um, some of them, they came home and found out their husband had his girlfriend living at the house. And all he wanted was... Oh. He said, well, I, I hear this story so many times. Well, I couldn't divorce you while you're over there deployed. So now, but, you know, he gets a divorce, keeps the kids. And she's in such bad shape. She, The judge won't give her the kids. And so he gets the house. So everything she's earned is in that house. And her children are in that house. And it's, and it's I'm sure very, there's a monthly check coming there for her that she doesn't get. Well, it it goes to um, if they get a check, but one of them has been several years trying to get her PTSD qualified. She finally got a check. They finally said, yeah, we're going to pay you. So she bought a house and she's gotten a baby with somebody else somewhere, but he's gone because she said, I don't want any guys taking my kid this time. So she made sure... She doesn't know where he is, and he doesn't know where she is. And, you know, all that's so heartbreaking. That's who these ladies are. And then there's some young vets who, they had no idea what joining the Marine Corps was going to be. So they joined to spend a couple years in deployments, and they're just a wreck now. And one girl, they, they hired her. She, she was supposed to go there and interact with the people and help the people. And the first day she was there, they put a rifle in her hands and go out to combat. Whoa. So, uh, you know, that was a bit shocking. But, you know, she was just really wanting to help America. And then she realized, hey, um, I'm supposed to be helping these people love Americans and take democracy. I'm not supposed to be out here with a gun walking down the street. And so, you know, she she just has she, she she didn't re when her reassignment. I mean, to re she was re recruited. She just said no. So she but she's so she's arguing about it. Was she there long enough to to qualify as a veteran? So they're all different ages. Um, it's some sad. It's very sad. But you know what? These ladies get it, and she this this woman has a beautiful home. She has a program called My Mother's Linens. They eat all the meals on tables with dishes and placemats, and they all it, it gets them into a really nice way of living. And um, and if they don't have parents, it says, well, you know what? You go to a thrift shop and buy some stuff and make up a story about the parents you wish you had. But now you have something. Drink your cup of tea with your friends with the your grandma's teacup. You don't know who that grandma was, but somebody had that old teacup and used it. And it's it's. But she's a psychologist, and the whole program is built for them to start building a life that's a better life. And you know, go. They they tell them go find a little old grandma that's lonely on the street. You got a grandma. <laughs> you're doing your service, God. Your service, God. How do we be grandmas? <laughs> oh, you're 
you are, Grandma, just by going to the store. I mean, you know what? You, I realize sometimes I go to the store and I see somebody. I see how they're walking. I see they're sad. They hold the door open for me. I'm on crutches. I can't hold the door open for myself. And you know these people come and and you know it makes it makes them happy. And I always go, oh, I always need a hero. And you know they'll some of them will start get tears in their eyes. Because nobody ever calls them a hero. Nobody, and this is just kids, kids from the high school that are over there at Walmart. <laughs> you know? And and so you you can be in in um, you know, or just when you're in line, you say to somebody's child, just like, "Well, you're so helpful. I saw you a couple times in the store. You're so helpful to your mom and so respectful of the store." And they get that big old smile on their face, you know, and, and you know nobody ever tells them they're good. Yes. So, and I don't care if it was the rotten kids in the store. I still find one thing to say. Oh, I saw you getting that soup for your mom or something. Yes. I saw you throw it at your brother too, but I won't mention that part. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, I feel like. And Tabo, did you have anything to share this week? Tabo, come on, share something. <laughs> uh, what are you going to share with us? Great. What about having good response from your teacher that got you so angry the week before? Yes, yeah, I'm in. Amen. Huh? Yeah, tell us the story. Tell us, tell them the story about the teacher. Tell a little louder because Mama there has trouble hearing. There's no good news. And he doesn't treat me national tie. He just he's not nicer he's been bullying me and he's just quieter around me because i reported him he's quiet around you because why because i reported him you because you're holy doesn't he doesn't think he's an improvement but that's an improvement right 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 yes <laughs> He's quieter. He's not picking on you anymore. That's that's an improvement. Uh, yes, that's what we that's what we else. wish for, prayed for, hope for. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we say God moves in mysterious ways. His exactly. what's the rest of it? His wonders too. Something. Little yeah. It's wonders to something, yes. When we do the Bible versus prison, where is it? But you know, when we ask for something, we never know just how God is going to redeem, redeem it, turn it around. Maybe God was talking to him and saying, hey, you know, stop picking on, be quiet around time. <laughs> He doesn't forgive very easily, so he doesn't see that as a step forward, you know. Yes, maybe God was speaking to the man. And he's laughing. He's laughing. I don't know why he's laughing. 
maybe God is speaking to the man and saying, okay, you know, that boy there, he hurt his feelings. You need to be a bit nicer, you know, and at least the week has been quiet, you know, so no incidents this week. That That's, that's a step forward. Amen. 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 My, my feeling is, you know, we'll just keep praying uh, uh, for that situation because he's been being not nice because he wants attention. He yes. has not learned that he can get attention through sweetness, kindness. And so when he is good, Tabo will have uh, uh, to compliment him on oh, you look so good in that color today. You seem happy. I'm happy for you. And then just keep walking. Don't stop to have a conversation. Just shed a little light and a little sprinkle of love. That's what my mother used to say. And then she said, and walk by quickly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Okay, I just checked. Actually, God works in mysterious ways is not in the Bible. It is a phrase out of a, of, out of a song. Hmm. Well, you know what? Songs always come to me, so it's probably a song. I've been hearing yeah. that since I was a child, and I never knew where that expression came from. God walks in mysterious ways. His wonders to behold or something like that. It's probably That's a song. Weird. It's the words to a poem that was set to a set to us a um uh to a song it was a christian hymn written in 1773 by william cowper from england okay and um, the the poem is entitled light shining out of darkness well there you go just what we're talking about yes so but the the poem was written by william copper C-O-W-P-E-R. Okay. Thank you. You looked that up so quickly. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, yes, thank you. Abeli, anything? Uh, I don't really know if I can say there's anything different this week for me. Um, except, yeah, except uh, I haven't been feeling well, but... Um, um, I said I came to some sort of uh, awareness this week that you know with a new a different attitude this week um, which I'm hoping is gonna take me forward and um, I'll be able to almost like a, you know an out of body experience where I just look down at myself look look back and and see just how things changed around, changed with me in the last couple of years and all the changes I need to make to my, to my health, my life and, and you know, relationships with people. Um, you know, so I, I kind of like, I'll say that this week was just a week where, you know, it's sort of like uh, unraveling for me. On, on what's going to happen, what I need to do going forward mm -hmm. to be in a better place. And well, um, I'll say I'm starting to feel I'm slightly feeling 
better already because a week before I, I felt like I was really sick and I had to go for a blood test and it came out, came back 90% good. I was wondering what, what was the problem then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, are you sure that's my blood result? Can you have another look? Maybe it was mixed up with someone else's. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was thinking maybe there's, you know, these errors happen sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, and then I felt, okay, God, I'm sorry. I hope I don't speak something bad to, make something negative to myself. But it, it was you know, what I was expecting to see, I didn't see. Um, so I just thought maybe I just need to you know just change you know a lot of things you know about myself you know step step out again begin to you know relationships uh have abandoned for a long for a while now and and just just get back to being normal i was gonna say it sounds like to me that you're just beginning to wake up out of whatever stupor you've been in yes happens to all of us and when yes. you have saints and friends praying for you sometimes you come across my mind and I just call your name oh not not yeah. because of yeah. anything in particular but I know somebody must have called my name during yes. the week when when God comes down and and I feel a flutter of a visit so I'm going to mention your name more often because Oh. The enemy of your soul. Hmm. Hear me well. The enemy of your soul does not want you to be happy. Yes. Does not want you to be well. Yes. And they bring thoughts into your head. And when that happens, you just need to open the Bible and pray as you do it, that the Lord will lead you right to a chapter that tells you, what he thinks about you yes sometimes mm. when you've lived in these low periods it is not easy to get up out of it and mm. I did not know how bad off I was until I started going to physical therapy Kay took me to the mall must have been embarrassing to watch me wobble all over the place yes <laughs> not able to walk in a straight line but you know, I'm praying for myself. I'm doing something about it for myself. And I encourage people to lift my name up in their prayers as I do yours. Amen. Amen. Yes. And I'll be praying very, very earnestly. Uh, not that it's not earnest, but I have no idea whatever Liz is involved in. She is in mega stuff. And she's so busy, she doesn't have time to complain. Too bad you're not close to lips. Because on those days when you're feeling down, you see somebody that's worse off than you, and all of a sudden your back straightens up and you get to work sharing God's love. Amen. And Amen. That is so true. That's true. That is true. That's true. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mom. Well, that's what I'd tell you if you were sitting here and I had my arm around your neck. <laughs> telling you, you are God's child. You are worthy to be praised. He is shining his light. All you have to do is put your hands up and let the strength come through. 
Yes. And stop being your own worst enemy. Get in yes. front of a mirror and smile and mm-hmm. tell yourself all the good things that you see. You have yes. beautiful eyes. God made those eyes. This is what I had to do as a child because I lived in a neighborhood where everyone was related but me. And sometimes my mother would just sit me in a chair in front of her and give me a mirror and she'd say, oh, you tell yourself 10 good things that you know about you. And you know, it changes things. Yes. 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 We all have to do this at times. Yes. But today, what I wanted to share with the group was all about um, walking, walking in the spirit, living in the spirit, mm. and being moved and led by God. <clears throat> that when we are Christians, we not only believe, but in Acts 17, it says, in verse 28, for in him we live and move and have our being. Okay, I think we should read in Acts 17, Paul is in Athens and he's noticing that people in Athens are worshiping God, but they don't know the God that they're worshiping. So, can somebody read Acts 17, starting at verse 21? And going through verse 31. Trying to get there. I don't know why I'm so slow. She just woke up. <laughs> Did you find you found it? Okay, I'm at Act 17. Okay, what verses 21 through 31. Okay, Act 17. Verse 21. Through 31. The, huh? Through 31. Okay. For all the Athenians and strangers which were there spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotion, I found an altar with this inscription, to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. God that made the world and all the things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heavens and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. Neither is worshiped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed 
in the bonds of their habitation. That they shall seek the Lord in happily, they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's device. And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but not commanded all men everywhere to repent. Because he hath appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, whereof he hath given assurance unto all men, in that he hath raised him from the dead. That's verse 31. Okay, so you see here that the men of Athens, that they had an altar to an unknown God, as if God only dwelt within temples. Because in Greece, they had, they had temples to a whole multitude of gods. And then here's one temple to an unknown God. And he says that um, God hath made of one blood, in verse 26, and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation, that they should seek the Lord, if haply they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. Amen. Amen. So we may live our lives as if there is no God, but there is a God. He created us and he's here. I don't know, Liz, what does your, what does your version say from, for verses... <clears throat> 26 through 28. 26 through 28, it says, um, From one stock he made every nation of mankind to dwell on the face of the earth. It is he who set limits on their epochs and fixed the boundaries of their regions. There they were to seek they were to seek God and to grope for him. And perhaps eventually to heed him, through, though he is not really far from any one of us. In time, we will live and move and have our being, as some of your own poets, poets, as some of your own poets have put it, that we may, that we too are the offspring of God. Sorry, I have this teeny print Bible. <laughs> My glasses are. Not that great. We'll have to get you a new Bible. Oh, I'm getting it. I just every time I go, I forget, I forget the paper that says, and then I said, put it in your phone, and then I forgot the phone. 
<laughs> Kay told me which Bible to get. I get there and look at them and go, what am I supposed to buy? <laughs> but it's actually good. I mean, I would like to get one and then compare them back and forth. But this is yes. the Bible my one of my sons used for um, probably 12 years in Catholic school. So... So, um, another passage of scripture I wanted to take you to was in Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter 26. Verses one through four. Isaiah. Amen. Amen. Abeli or Tabo? Isaiah 26, did you say? Yes. Okay. Okay, Isaiah 26, oh, one through four? Yes, we could read further than that, but my main thing was, I, it was verse three. Amen. 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 Should I read? Oh. Yes, please. Okay. In that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. God will appoint salvation for walls and bulwarks. Open the gates that the righteous nation, which keeps the truth, may enter in. You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Amen. Trust in the Lord forever, for in Yah, the Lord is everlasting strength. Keep going. For he brings down those who dwell on high, the lofty city. He, say, he lays it low. He lays it low to the ground. He brings it down to the dust. The foot shall tread it down, the feet of the poor and the steps of the needy. The way of the just is uprightness, almost upright. You weigh the path of the just. Yes, in the way of your judgments, O Lord, we have waited for you. The desire of our soul is for your name. Yeah. And for the remembrance of you. With my soul, I have desired you in the night. Yes, by my spirit within me, I will seek you early. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Let grace be shown to the wicked, yet he will not learn righteousness. In the land of the uprightness, he will deal unjustly and will not behold the majesty of the Lord. Lord, when your hand is lifted up, they will not see, but they will see and be ashamed for their envy of people. Yes, the fire of your enemies shall devour them. Lord, you will establish peace for us, for you have also done all our works for us. O oh Lord, our masters besides you, 
have had dominion over us, but by you only we make mention of your name. They are dead, they will not live, they are deceased, they will not rise. Therefore, you have punished and destroyed them and made all their memory to perish. You have increased the nation, O Lord. You have increased the nation. You are glorified. You have expanded all the borders of the land. Lord, in trouble, they have visited you. They poured out a prayer when your chastening was upon them. As a woman with child is in pain and cries out in her pangs, when she draws near the time of her delivery, so have we been in your sight, O Lord. We have been with child, we have been in pain. We have, as it were, brought forth wind. We have not accomplished any deliverance in the air, nor have the inhabitants of the world fallen. Your dead shall live together with my dead body. They shall arise, awake and sing, you who dwell in dust, for your dew is like the dew of herbs, and the earth shall cast out the dead. Keep reading to the end of the chapter. Okay. Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself as it were for a little moment until the indignation is past. For behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth will also disclose her blood and will no more cover her slain. Amen. Amen. So you see here that um, if we keep our minds, if we keep that God will keep us in perfect peace if our mind is stayed on him Amen. because we trust because um, we're trusting him. Okay. And he's saying that even I think of the situation that Tabo was describing with the, with the mean teacher that, uh, you know, he just had to just be, Tabo just had to be quiet for a moment. And um, God dealt with the teacher. Now the teacher doesn't fool with him anymore. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> That's not God's anointed. <laughs> and it says in verse six, the feet, the foot shall tread it down, even the feet of the poor and the steps of the needy. So it doesn't even matter. Even the people that we consider to be the least in the world or the world considers to be the least in the world, that they will be treading down their enemies. Mm -hmm. So um, we just have to, we just have to keep, keep our minds focused on God and let him move us in the direction that he wants us to go. But we have to be open to hear that. And we have to be tuned in so that when we see a vision of the changes that God wants for us in our life, that we will see them, know them, and acknowledge them. them. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't spend any time with him, 
then he's not going to be able to help us. Does anybody understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Because if we think of um, how many times in the Bible have we seen situations occur where a person needed something, was, had, uh, was in desperate need of something, and when they went to God, God told them to do something which they considered to be ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But if they had just been crippled by their worry and their anxiety, they would have never heard the voice of God and never had their... Um, their victory. Yes. I think I think um, of that story of the man who laid there for however many years, thirty-eight years or whatever, by the pool, mm -hmm. and kept saying, "But nobody will put me in the water." And then Jesus said, "Forget the water. Get up and take your pad home, and you know, be healed." <laughs> and okay. and you know. I mean, I work with teenagers, so I'm always a little bit rude, but, um, but that is what God told them. And, and we all, we all have to look at ourselves and say, how, how am I doing that? How am I not saying God has his hand out to me, but I won't reach out for him. And, um, I think, I think that's a part of this when it says, you know, you have, you have to, um, you know, he goes, you know, go into, go my people, hide yourself for a brief minute. You know, That's how many people long. will tell you, I don't have time to pray for five minutes a day. And I don't care what you pray. I don't care if you read this Bible. I don't care. I don't care if you go in the room and say, you know, God, help me now, help me now, help me now. And you go like, I don't know what my problems are. I don't know what my what my solutions are, but please help me. You know what? Your brain will have to start opening up to God to answer those questions because you ask them. But if you don't ask him, he's not going to help you. Yeah, you, and, you, know, you know, and it's like that movie, Bruce Almighty. He goes, I need a sign. I need a sign. And this truck full of signs goes by. And he's like, get out of my way. And he goes around the side. The sign's all said, don't go here. Go slow. Have caution. He goes around the truck and gets in this horrible accident. And that's the part to me is, is that what they're saying, you know, you know, if you, if you ask God for a sign, he'll give you a sign. And you might have to struggle with that sign for a year or five years or whatever. And you say, oh, well, you know. I, I, God, God will just do it if I, if, you know, but, but, or you say, well, God's busy today, so I don't want to bother him. And God, you know, God has a time, like we said before, earlier, God's time is not our time. God cannot have, that. God doesn't make you take a number at the bakery or something. God can help all the people at, at the same time. But most people don't want the help God wants because, you know, they, wants to give you because if God if you say to God help me and he says okay get up and walk take you you want to lay there on that pad for 36 years and wait wait for somebody to put you in the water he wanted I think that, <laughs> that's the hard part is to you know look at ourselves and say 
You know, I mean, look at all of us. Most of us are older. Most of us are very disabled. But like Mom Logan said, when God tells you to go do something, you go there and do it. And then that day goes fast and it's fun and you enjoyed it. And, you know, um, I mean, really, when I get there, my part of the job is easy. It's hard for me to see these kids suffering and to go, what? What are people thinking to have these children suffering like this? Amen. It's like you know, a concentration but, camp. <laughs> but, you know, but my part of the job, I teach them to read books. I teach them to teach children to read books. I teach them how to look look for the beauty in nature. I read them, you know, um, the diary of Anne Frank and say, Yes, this little room with these little cots is bad, but they were up in an attic, and the only way they could see the sun at all was to put your head out this little window and look up. and you, And she said, "You, you could see that the peach tree had its blooms over the top, so you could see that. You could see the blue sky, and you could hear the birds." And she said, "Even here, God gives us music, beauty, and joy." Oh, and you know what? My mom read us that book when we were kids, and you know what? It always has helped me to go. I'm not locked in an attic somewhere with a bunch of other people waiting for the Nazis to come and get me. And so I can do this, and God is there, and God will help me. And you know, those are those are fun things to teach the kids. And I, I like I said, I I got it all over. I wrote them. So we'll sit there and read joy, 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 and down in my heart. My part of it's easy. Will they hear it? Will they hear God? I don't know, but I can open that gate for them. And and if I can open that gate for them by reading a book about joy, 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 and say, get your phone out and listen to the music. Listen to this song. There's about 40 or 50 of them on YouTube, so get them out and listen to them. By the yeah. time they've listened to 50, <laughs> they'll be seeing that by themselves. And, and my... My thought is what you really say is, you know, God says, I'm here, but you got to reach out. And I think that's what Isaiah is telling us. I'm here, but reach out. Well, I think another thing is that people, this is what happens. People make a decision about what they want to do without consulting God. And then they ask God to bless that decision. Yes. Yes. I'm guilty of that. And I, I said those prayers to myself this week. Did you ask God what to do? Or are you just sitting here going, God, I don't know what to do. God, I don't know what to do. <laughs> 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 but you didn't say, hey, God, could you give me the answer? Because help me out here. I need, I need some help. What should I do? then God will help you. Yes. And it's been hard for me. I've had a couple of friends. I had to tell them. This friend called me with all these problems. I said, well, are you through fighting now? I've known you for 20 years. You fought every single day of your life. Are you through? Are you going to turn it over to God? And she said, oh, I always pray. I said, what are you praying for? You pray, <laughs> for, what you, you pray for what you want. And he gives you what you want. And then you're in a big mess. Because if you listen, if you pray to God 
God, give me some guidance. God, thank you for all the good things. God, whatever. I said, but no, you want to fight with everything all the time. And that's what it gives you. You want to fight with them? Okay, fight with them. And another friend of mine, she said, I can do it myself. I can do it myself. I said, well, you can do it yourself. But, you know, you've told God, I can do it myself. Well, he has other things to do. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes, okay, well, if you need me, give me a call. And, you know, um, to me, it, it's hard enough to fight yourself off when you do ask God. But like I said, I've been realized to myself, I'm not asking God. I'm not just saying, here I am. I don't know what to do. Help me. <laughs> so, and then all these things came together. But why are we so, you know, why are we so resistant even those of us who love God and believe in that, why are we so resistant? And to me, I think, I just had to say to myself, I guess I don't want to bother God. Well, God has other things to do. Well, but Matt, you have to ask yourself, how big is your God? Are you saying your God is so tiny that, he, that he's not omnipotent? I thought he's um, omnipresent, omnipotent, all-powerful. Almighty. So then you're saying if you, when we don't consult God because we think he's busy, then we're saying we serve a little tiny God. We don't have a big God. Mm-hmm. My God is greater than that. Yeah, well, that, I'm, that, I'm looking in Matthew. Matthew. Go ahead, Mom. Uh, that just reminds me of, of, ahead, uh, of something that I've heard since I was a little kid. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, yes. why would he strengthen me? Mm. Because I asked. And not only Absolutely. that, once he strengthens me, I ask him to strengthen me in every way I have a need because half the time we don't know what we need. And when God gives you a stroke with that paintbrush, you get up off of your seat and do nothing and you start seeing what you can do for others. And it isn't about how much you have. It's what's in your soul. Do you walk down the street with your head down or do you make eye contact and nod and smile to people? If you haven't tried it, try it. It will warm your heart you will be a glow. You are not on this planet alone. And so that's why I thought of that scripture. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes. 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 And some of the people, some of the poorest people seem to get the most done for God. And I think it's because they are happy with every small drop that god gives them they don't take it for granted yes 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 i think that ties in i was going to take us to matthew chapter six um matthew chapter six from verse 19 through 34 and that just ties in completely with what you were saying there mom this is um, the words of Jesus Christ. It's um, Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through the end. Amen. Amen. 
he's just finished talking to them about the way that they pray. You know, like you said, Liz, you said the woman said she prays. And he says, well, what are you praying about? How are you praying? That's how the beginning of the chapter starts. And then um, in verse 19, he says, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust do corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. Mm. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust can corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Well, where your treasure is, there will be your heart also. The Amen. light of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. But if your eye be evil, your whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other you cannot serve god and mammon therefore i say unto you take no thought for your life what you shall eat or what you shall drink nor yet for your body what you shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you can take thought, or which of you by taking thought can add one cubit to your stature? Mm. And why take you for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spend. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which, is, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or where shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So I want to point out here a couple of things. That... First of all, the world wants us to be seeking after possessions. We, we're in a very consumer-driven society. We yeah. see something on the TV, we have to buy it. Every, everything that we see, we feel like we need. Yes. But we have to be careful and seek God to see what is it that he says that we need. Amen. What is it that he says? Because otherwise we can allow that darkness of the world to enter into us. And then before we know it, we're full of darkness instead of full of light. And when in verse 24, when it says you cannot serve God and mammon, mammon is a spirit. It's a spirit of greed. 
we can't we can't be um, dedicated to uh, fulfilling our own greed and at the same time be serving God. That's, that's what he's saying because either we're going to hate one and love the other or we'll hold the one and despise the other. Yes. And then I love verse 34. He says, take therefore no thought for tomorrow for tomorrow shall take thought for things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. That we got enough trouble today, then we don't need to worry about the trouble of tomorrow. <laughs> okay, exactly. We just need to go to God with what's going on right now. And I guess that takes us right to back to the beginning where we started, where it says, you know, back in Isaiah, where it says, well, you know, just take shelter, take shelter for a minute. And just wait, wait out the storm. Why worry when we can pray? Hmm? Yes. Why worry when we can pray? Amen. Amen. And at the time you need it, that's when he provides, you know, just the, the very time. I remember the story of um, the disciples crying out, asking Jesus about the food they would eat, you know, that they only had a five five fishes and he says and then he he told them together what they had and they were was able to feed uh seven thousand was it twelve thousand the first time and the second one was seven thousand people and then and then they were worrying again the next time about what they would eat the next day and then he said to them did you did you not see remember what just happened did you why you when you still don't understand basically <laughs> asking them so you just watched me use your five fishes and well, how many loaves to feed 12,000 the first time the second time fed 7,000 and here you are a day later asking worrying about the food you're going to eat the next day you know <laughs> <laughs> because we always worry right we even if we've we've had revelations in the past and he's provided what we need, we still have this habit, natural habit of worrying again and again, you know, again. And the truth is that when you when you when you're saved, what whatever you need gets provided at the time that you need it. At the time. We need the guidance of the Holy Spirit and we have yes. to invite the Holy Spirit into our life and yes. ask him to direct our steps. That's why in verse 33, it says, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yes. Righteousness is being in right standing with God. And the yes. way we get into right standing with God is through belief in Jesus Christ and the power of his rising, of his resurrection. That's what puts us in right standing. So if we, if we are seeking to understand how Jesus thinks, what is it that he wants for us in our lives? What direction does he want us to go? What does he want us to do? 
if we focus on those things, we're not going to have any worry or anxiety anyway. Yes. Because then he will be able to light our path. He'll be able to direct our steps. Yes. And then this, this whole, we'll be off of that roller coaster. Before we were believers, we were all on a roller coaster of worry. But, we, but when you immerse yourself in the word of God and in prayer and in develop a relationship with Jesus Christ, then you can come off of that roller coaster because now you've seen people in America, we have these bumper stickers that we used to have a lot of people had bumper stickers that said, God is my pilot. Don't see it now. That, you know, who's in the driver's seat? Are you planning the trip where you're going? Or are you asking God, what is his plan for your life? And then you're just co-piloting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you need to let him take control. Give him control. I was reading a book this week by uh, Bruce Wilkerson I had read years ago. I was rereading it. It's a short book. It's called, um, well, what is the name of my book? It's, uh, of course, now that I tell you the book that I was reading, hang on, let me pick up the book so I can tell you the exact <laughs> name of the book. Uh, that's escaped me that fast. The Dream Giver, The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkerson. And in the book, the dream giver, God is given ordinary, a big dream to fulfill in his life. And he says that God has given everybody a dream to fulfill and accomplish, but he has to leave the land of familiar in order to accomplish the, the dream. And so he goes through the wasteland and he goes through the land of the bullies and he gets past all of that. And then um, he gets to a place where he's given a choice of either give his dream back to God or keep it. Yeah. And he decides, he thinks about it and he says, well, if I keep the dream, then I'm being disobedient to God. So either I have a choice. I can either disobey God and keep my dream, or I can give the dream back to God. So he decides to give the dream back to God. And he throws out his journal that he's been writing in for, chap you know, for four or five chapters. Every chapter he's writing, keeping a journal, he throws his journal away. And the next morning he wakes up and the journal is back and the entry in it that God says, you know what, because you gave your dream, you turned it over to me, I'm giving it back. Mm. Uh, wonderful. That, um, that's a, it's, it's a short, it's a short read, Belly. I don't know if the libraries are open in, in the UK yet, but I highly recommend this Dream yeah. Giver by Bruce Wilkerson that I love this, this book. Um, it's uh, very short. And I think that Tabo would like it. Everybody should read this book. It's a great book. It's, it's a Christian author, Bruce, Bruce Wilkerson. 
And yes. it's really telling us really more about that life in the spirit. Dream giver. Yes, The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkerson. So are you... Bruce Wilkerson, okay. Are you... Um, taking possession of your plans for your future and then fighting like crazy to realize those plans or are you going to God and saying God what is the plan that you have for my life what is it that you want me to accomplish in this life because the best thing is to ask him what he wants us to do and then ask him every day okay so what should I do now what should I do next? Let him take you. That, uh, that's what in the Old Testament, when the story of the Israelites is they're coming out of the land of Egypt and he's taking them to the promised land that um, they followed the, the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. We have uh, to do the same thing. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes. Kay, can I tell you something? Sure. When I was a child, I don't know how old, but I often thought about what I wanted to be when I grow up. And I had all of these great models around me, grandmother, mother, church, saints, friends. And when I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do, I prayed as a child that God would help me to be as good as I could be. Then when I got older, got married and started having children, then I knew that my job was to set the table for them, get them launched and then do what the Lord would have me to do. And many of the things that were revealed to me that would help me on that journey, I could not see myself doing. Uh, for instance, going to a school and asking when the board of trustees are going to meet and if you can get five minutes on their program. And they said, yes, I did that. I told them my quick story about children and what my desires were. I taught them that they already had a, a napkin holder, knew how to fold a napkin. What they need is an opportunity to a top flight education they know the Lord, they have manners, and I'm asking you, will you set aside funds to put this child through your school? Every last one of those times I did that, the Lord prevailed, because there couldn't be one person working in the house to make all that happen. And then all through that journey, I prayed, Lord, you gave these children these opportunities bring them home one by one to serve you and that's happening so you know there's no plan for the future too big for God and I know there are lots of other mothers and people that have prayed those same prayers and have had the same outcomes so many times we think we can do it all by ourselves and I kept thinking about you have not because you asketh not. Yes. If we are God's children, there is nothing good that he will withhold from us. 
Amen. That's my thought. Yes. And Tabo, I'm talking to you, my dear. You like what, the, what, whatever plans. your plans are, seek God first. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Good things. Amen. He will provide. And if you ever get to the place where you don't feel that is happening, reach out. Tell your saints and friends that know the Lord. I have doubt today. Hmm. You're supposed to have it. You're human. Yes. But the spirit realm can lift you higher. And that's from personal experience that I passed on to my children. I am now passing it to you, Tabu. Amen. Thank Same. you. Thank and, you. and you can learn from Brother Mike or Sister Kay. Ask for people's text message. Send a message. Get yourself some Holy Spirit-filled texting buddies. Mm -hmm. yes. to help you get through your day yes thank you so you can't just do it alone that's why he has us together in this forum right now all of us here that are older than you have had our struggles and our journeys and the lord keeps bringing us through amen amen so i solicit your prayers i solicit your support Okay, I want to thank you for your time. For those of you who have been faithful, you know, uh, supporting this work, for being involved, sharing these videos. Okay, don't be, don't, don't, don't get weary. Don't be weary. Don't get tired. Your strength is supposed to come brighter and brighter every day. Okay, keep pressing on. Share these videos with your family and friends. Start watch parties on Facebook. Go with these videos so your friends and family can discuss it. Okay, and continue to write us. Write me through Facebook. Write me through. You know, the, the comment section here on YouTube. Okay? So I want to encourage you. Thank you so much for the way you've been supporting us. Thank you so much for all that you've been doing. We really appreciate it. Remember what I said, if you want to continue listening to us, you can always go, okay, to our website. You can see the online menu channels that you can get us through. Like I mentioned um, Apple's iTunes. I met Apple iTunes. I mentioned um, Spotify and I think Google. You can also, you know, there are other platforms also through which you can hear us through audio, okay? I want to encourage you to subscribe to our channel and to, you know, hit the like buttons, hit the like buttons. I can't say that enough. Every time you watch these videos through YouTube, hit the like buttons. Now, if you're watching through Facebook or you're watching through some other video like WhatsApp, it's not going to show here, so you won't see a like. But if you're watching through YouTube, I want to encourage you. Or Facebook, wherever it is, I want to encourage you, hit that like button. Okay, hit that like button. It matters to us. Okay, thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for everything that you've been doing, you know, by watching our videos. 